0: Well we've come to the end of uh, 2015 and you know every year I preach a message uh, and I'm saying what you can expect in 2016 is that God will not change that he's going to be exactly the same God now I want to um, I want to from that foundation I want to just go and and talk about the year that we are in what year are we in we are now in 2015 we are going to 2016 we sit with an unchangeable God um, and how should we think about a new year how should we have how should we think about you know making decisions at the end of the year this year is going to be like this or this year is going to be like that uh, how should we deal with that and how should we deal with the message of you know 2016 is going to be a year of judgment or it's going to be a year of the outpouring of blessing or it's going to be the year of this how do we deal with all of that and and, um, how do we deal with the situation wherein we can think that God was waiting for 2016 and then you will find you know some guys having different numbers and connecting different numbers with this and that and and then how do we deal with all the prophetic stuff about 2016. Um, first of all, I want to start off by saying that prophecy exists and God speaks to people. He can warn you. He can, he can uh, encourage you. He can tell you certain things about a year to come. He can tell you if you're a farmer, listen, this year that's going to come is going to be dry. Um, or he can say it's going to be a wonderful year. Sow more than what you've ever sown. Or you can say it's going to be a very good here uh, and don't be thrown over by that. Just do the normal thing. Or, you know, he can always give you prophetic advice. And we see that in the Bible where prophets would come and they would, they would prophesy a famine and they would prophesy things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, we can sit today and I want to just say this. And I didn't plan to say this, but let us not in grace when we hear a prophetic word where there is a warning or where there is something like that, say, oh, that is the law or this or that. No, just say, you know, if it's going to be a year where we're going to have some drought, or if it's going to be a year where we're going to have um, affluence and blessing, well, let it be so. But we're not going to have our identity and our blessedness described by those things. We just see this advice when God shows us and gives us a bit of advice before the time. And what I also believe is, um, and I think this will give you peace, If you are not in a place where you could have an accurate prophetic word, the way God's going to lead you is by working things in your heart anyway. So he's going to, and remember the teachings that I had, a series on how God speaks to us and, and how he works in our hearts. If we have that in our heart anyway, if God will work in me to will and to do anyway, Even if I miss the prophetic word, even if I don't know what's going to happen in 2016, doesn't matter. You're going to feel what to do every day. The Bible clearly states, don't worry about tomorrow for each day has got enough of its own trouble. So let us rather just follow the prompting that's in our heart and just live day by day or day to day as the Lord gives us things to do. You know, I could not have said, you know, I didn't know in the beginning of 2015, that um, I'm going to do what I've done in Europe, and that uh, um, I'm I'm going to own the property that I have now, and have this studio built, and have everything, and what we're seeing, I didn't know that, I didn't, but it didn't matter, what, the way things worked is, I felt in my heart, let's go and preach in the U.S., and I did, and um, somebody felt in their heart, "Let, let us go and help Bertie to Purchase some property, or you know things like that. Or um, I just felt in my heart I didn't plan in the beginning of this year to say that you know we're going to have two services, you know one service then and one you know or, or if services only every second Sunday in our local congregations and we're going to have a pastor coming in in April and to to to, to help with the, the the local church in Marsbury. We I, I never planned. I never knew that. it Doesn't matter. What's ma- What matters is that we no god lives in us for he will guide you every day and the god that will guide you every day is the god that does never change he has revealed himself to moses um, in in exodus 34 we can read it as merciful gracious long-suffering abundant in goodness and truth Keeping mercy for thousands. Setting people free from iniquity, transgression and sin. And that he will not forget any guilty one. But that he will not, and, and it will not pass by him. But he will visit their sins. He will visit their sins with the mercy that kept. He will set everyone free. He is for you. He's not against you. He is the God that will never confuse you with what you've done. He will always see you when you're in a hard situation as the victim of a situation as the one that is being enslaved by something and he will do his best to set you free by loving you out of that situation by loving you into a new belief and a change of mind where in his life can actually be born in you that is the God that we've got to do with and he is not going to base all of his relationship with you on a prophetic word that you need to hear and accurately hear. He's not going to base all of his love for you and everything that he's got installed for you on the ability of a prophet to hear his voice and prophesy accurately. No, it doesn't matter what any prophet says. At the end of the day, God will work in your heart to will and to do. At the end of the day, the gospel and the life of God will float out of a heart that is persuaded of the good news, that is persuaded of the truth of life and immortality in Jesus Christ. Um, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what prophetic word you have, at the end of the day, this is how the gospel works. There's a loving God that want to persuade your heart and win your heart, and as He wins your heart and your heart is persuaded with His persuasion, His life manifests in you. That is it. He can use a prophetic word, a healing, a financial miracle, a bringing of the gospel, and all of that can be part of a process of persuading you. So know that in this year to come, you will have to do with a God that cares for you, that loves you, that cares about your family, that cares about uh, who you are. You will have to do with a God uh, and you will have to deal with a God that is more interested in, in, in you than in himself. You'll have to deal with a God that is not selfish. You're going to have to sit and face a God that is merciful, that is kind, that, like I've said, that will never confuse you with what you're going through. That will always think the best of you. That will see you as valuable and precious. You will all. You will in 2016 have to face the fact that God is not changing and that He is not going to go through. Uh, he's not going to make you jump through ten hoops to try and do something for you. You're going to deal with a God that has planned you from before time, that is interested in your freedom and your victory. That is what you're going to deal with. That is what you're going to, what, what, what you're going to have to face. And for that is what this whole gospel thing is all about. Now, I would like to read from Isaiah 61. Um, Isaiah 61 verse 1 says, And this is when Jesus was on the earth. It says, the spirit of the Lord God is on me because God has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to to proclaim liberty or freedom to the captives and the opening of prison to those that are bound. To preach the acceptable year of God and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. So, um, what is saying here, and, and we're talking about a new year. What is 2016 God installed for us? And this is what I want to say about 2016. 2016 is a year that is inside another year. The year we are in now, the year that God sees, is what we call the year of Jubilee. It is, and I, I'm going to explain Jubilee to you. We are now, 2016 is subject to the power of an higher authority and another year, which is the year of Jubilee. So, it doesn't matter if it's 1945, if it's 1937, if it's 2010, 27, whatever. It all is subject to the power of the year of Jubilee. And the year of Jubilee, which Jesus announced uh, when He in Luke 4, 16 and 17, which he announced when he was on the earth, is still active today. We are still in the year of Jubilee. We are still in the year wherein um, we find the Spirit of God declaring. Uh, the gospel to the poor or acceptance to the poor telling the poor you are not defined by your prosperity but you are the people of God we are still in the year wherein God has come to bind up the brokenhearted so I want to tell you that Uh, people can come and you can think what is going to happen in 2016 what does God have in store for me for 2016 is it going to be a year of more terrorist attacks is it going to be a year of God pouring out his vengeance what is this year? listen I don't care what the year is and I don't care what any prophet says it has to be subject to the year of jubilee and what jubilee stands for Now I want to explain what Jubilee is. What the Jews did was um, they would they would have land and you know property and family and all those kind of things and then some of them would become slaves to others or some of them would have slaves and and they would in bad business deals lose their land and all of those kind of things. So some of them became very rich others became very poor. Others were separated from their families because of certain situations, um, just like you would find in normal life. But then what God said was, um, every 50th year, you take seven Sabbaths, and then the, which would be 49 years, um, seven Sabbath years. In other words, you would t- take seven years. Every seventh year would be seen as a Sabbath year. And then seven of those, in other words, seven times seven would be 49 years would be uh, the the, the Sabbath year and the 50th year would then be holy unto the Lord and would be called the year of Jubilee. Now in the year of Jubilee, that year, the freedom announced in that year superseded the power of any contract there was. You might have had a contract with somebody that you sold him a piece of land or you might have had a contract with somebody, um, or, or, or you might have been taken slavery by, as a slave by somebody, or you might have had slaves, or whatever. Doesn't matter what deal you've had on paper, doesn't matter what agreement you've come to, when the 50th year has come, the greater authority, which is God, declared that every slave is free, and that every slave, or the person that was a slave, and now has been set free, had to go back to their own land, and their own property, and their own family. That is what it stated. Now let us read that. It said, You shall count of seven Sabbaths of years, seven times seven years, and there shall be, and there shall be to you, uh, the days of seven Sabbaths of the year, even forty-nine years. Then you shall sound a loud trumpet on the tenth day of the seventh month. On the day of atonement, you shall sound the trumpet throughout all the land. You shall make the fiftieth year holy and proclaim liberty throughout the land and all of its inhabitants. So in other words, who was set free? All of the inhabitants of the land on the fiftieth year. There would be a trumpet. This trumpet would sound. This trumpet would be the trumpet of liberty or the trumpet of great joy, wherein all the inhabitants of the land would perceive the message of, you are liberated, you have been set free. It shall be a jubilee to you. The word jubilee means to shout out with joy. The year of shouting liberty, the year of shouting joy to you and each of you shall return to his own property and each of you shall return to his own family that 50th year shall be a jubilee to you in it you shall not sow neither reap that which grows of itself nor gather from undressed vines for it is a jubilee it's a year of great joy it shall be holy unto you you shall eat of its increase out of the field and the year of jubilee each of you shall return to his own property so what it says is you shall return to your own property and of the increase of the field you will eat it will not be a place of labor it will neither be a place wherein you eat of undressed vines wherein you um, basically try to enter into I've worked in this year and now I'm going to eat of what I've worked there. It's got nothing to do with that. You go back to your own land. You're not going to have a place where you've got leftovers of the previous uh, uh, year in this land. You go into your own land. You're going back to your own family and there will be enough for you. So no contract, no word of bondage, no word of uh, enslavement could supersede the word of Jubilee. And what the scripture clearly states in in Isaiah 61, which was fulfilled in Luke 4, was that Jesus Christ came and he says, I have come to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So I want to say to you, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, doesn't matter what year it is, until we find Jesus' return, we are inside a year where no other contract where no other system has got power over the declaration god has i want to say to you you are in a year and 2016 is the year wherein we will still see the mercy and the kindness and the love of our god which declares innocence forgiveness acceptance to you it's called the acceptable year of God the day of vengeance of our God to comfort those who mourn when we see people mourning and and needing comfort for they are destroyed by drug abuse they are destroyed by uh, 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 immorality they are destroyed by so many things sins and things they are mourning they are we see the the despair if you see people in ethiopia and in pain and in poverty you, you see the mourning in them this is the year wherein god has come to comfort those who mourn and he's comforting all those who mourn by saying to them you are innocent you are forgiven you are my family come back to your original family Who's the original family? It's God. We come from God. And we, we, we are now called back to our family. Let us return to our family. And that doesn't mean I'm moving back to Sabi, Or um, it doesn't mean if my kids left, left the house and lived in another country, they come back to our country. What it means is, and this is the year of Jubilee, God's people are returning to God those who were under the enslavement of the Pharaoh are now leaving Egypt and they go into the land that God has promised. And the land that God has promised is the place where we are not enslaved to laws, rules, and regulations, where we are not enslaved to the power of the flesh anymore, where we are not enslaved to a negative word or a circumstantial word about us, where we are set free to sit back and relax and have the emotion of knowing that we are co-heirs with God, we are co-owners of holiness, we are co-owners of righteousness, we are co-owners of eternal, immortal life, we are co-owners of all of that, we are the set free. That is the year 2016 for you, because of the Greater the, the the law of the greater power, which is the year of jubilee. I want to read jubilee to you again. And this is what Jesus said in Isaiah sixty one. This is what he fulfilled in in um, in in, in uh, Luke four sixteen. It says here to preach the acceptable year of God and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. What is the day of vengeance? The day of vengeance was when God came and set people free from slavery. So we don't have to think if there there is a terrorist attack in the United States or if terrorists come and they destroy a place in Paris or we see what ISIS do, or we see all these world wars and rumors of wars and all those kind of things. Is this now the vengeance of God? And, you know, is this God against homosexuals? Or is this God... Stop that rubbish! Just stop that nonsense! <laughs> My goodness! You know, we are in a place where God is coming to vindicate His people to set his people free from their bondage. I believe in this year of the vengeance of our God, we're going to see Muslims being set free. We're going to see people that are bound by all kinds of sins and, and guilt and whatever set free because it is the year of the vengeance of our God, wherein he takes vengeance against um, bondage. And you might say, but you know, if the year of Jubilee is since 2000 years ago, listen, listen, well, you know why aren't so many people free? Listen to me. The way God exercises his vengeance, the way God exercises year of jubilee is by a proclamation that is made a trumpet that is blown in other words a preacher that goes out and preaches this good news and then people's hearts being persuaded and then them being led out into the freedom he's not coming to make more slaves he says come back to family in family it's not a place the one rules over the other in family it's a place of persuasion of we want to be together you know today my um, my sis. And her husband is here and they're all families visiting us. It's such a wonderful. We just last night visited until late, just had a wonderful time fellowshipping and everything. It's so good to have them here. But while they are here, they've come to fellowship as family. They've come to fellowship as equals. It's not I'm the boss here. This is family time now. This is you relax. This is you are yourself. This is, You open your heart and you just talk about things that you could never talk about. This is a safe place. So when God leads us out, you know, He leads us to a place where we can have that atmosphere. And that's not going to come by willfully forcing you. It's going to come by persuading of the heart. So I want to tell you, in 2016, what you can find is a God that would be fully, um, that would have all of His time. Uh, revolving all of his effort himself occupied in persuading your heart about his goodness in persuading your heart about the end of all kinds of slavery in persuading your heart that he would effortlessly bring forth life to you even if you are facing a life-threatening situation or sickness or disease it doesn't matter we don't have We cannot have cancer, we cannot have HIV AIDS, we cannot have sugar diabetes, Uh, be a voice about our joy. We cannot even let death or poverty have. We've been set free from the voice of death. We've been set free from the voice of poverty or sickness or whatever. We've got a God that said, you can come home now. At my home you are at peace. And once our hearts are persuaded or as that would be a better word, As our hearts are persuaded about that, we find the fruit of it just starting to manifest in our lives effortlessly. Glory to God. He says, To appoint to those who mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, mourning, the mantle of praise for the spirit of heaviness, so that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of jehovah that he might be glorified and they will build the old waste wastes they will raise up the ruins of former times and they will repair the waste cities and the ruins of many generations what does that mean you're going back to your own country now what is god trying to say we are in the year of jubilee what happened in jubilee is they went out with a trumpet, said, this is the holy year of God, the declaration of the freedom of all people, where you go back to your own land. And you go back to your own land, it means what was lost is rebuilt. And when we measure, when we say what was lost, people, we're not talking about somebody stole a car, now going to have seven cars back and the enemy was. Let's get out of this material thing and get back to what God has planned. What God has planned for you, what was lost, our the life where God lives in and through us and where we're not trying to live by our own works that was lost the place where holiness was a given was lost the place where righteousness was God made Adam righteous he made him holy for free wherein he was an heir of the fullness of God where all of that was lost we go back to that that is rebuilt who will rebuild it God He's the rebuilder. He's the one that made everything possible in Christ. He is the one who builds his own church. And what do we see then? A life born from that. Can a life born from that include health and financial prosperity and all those kind of things? Of course. Of course. Can a life like that include a place where you can be persecuted for the gospel? Yes, that as well. But thank God that there is a place where we can be set free from circumstantial joy circumstantial peace wherein god is our peace so church i want to say to you in this year to come in 2016 you can only expect from from god to be good to you and what you can expect from the pulpit of dynamic love ministries our live webcast our internet church our travelings, where, where we are planning to go to the United States again and to Europe again, and um, we're going to see if we can reach Zambia as well this year. We're going to, all of that, all of our word school that's going to go out, the book that will be, will be given out on finances and, and the whole thing, all that you can expect there is the proclamation of the, of the year of Jubilee wherein we don't count years anymore we don't care if it's 2016 2017 antichrist or no antichrist we don't care about that we are in the year of the jubilee of god wherein god has got vengeance on what destroys his people and where god is and i want to say this that uh, um, you can say well god is going to have vengeance on this person or that person or what no 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 god is having and let me put it this way if my son if my son is a bully at school he's still my son and if I have vengeance on the spirit of bully that grabbed the whole of my son he's going to be set free from being a bully that is how my vengeance will take place my vengeance will not be seen in destroying my son that's a bully my vengeance will be seen in setting my son free so when we talk about the vengeance of god we're not seeing a god that's going to just destroy people destroy nations and wash them away in in 2016 we're going to see a loving caring god that is willing to give his son to set his people free and we're going to see people returning to their homeland and we're not talking about people going back to jerusalem and israel we're talking about people going back to their own country which is the country of innocence, the country of perfection, the country of immortality, the country of life. That is where we're moving back to and we see God rebuilding the old ruins, bringing bringing back the former glory, bringing glory to God, meaning declaring the view and opinion that there is supposed to be about God as a God that is loving, caring and all those kind of things glory to God well, we've come to the end of our service and uh, as our custom is, we're going to have communion together and uh, I would like you to just take a piece of bread and uh, and some wine or grape juice or whatever and we're going to just celebrate this wonderful jubilee um, you know his body was broken for us And as his body was broken and we feast on that, we eat our innocence. We eat the declaration of the end of the old and the beginning of the new. And that is our life. And uh, let us as a congregation eat together and drink together, celebrating the innocence, the new covenant in Jesus. And um, Father, we want to just thank you for the body and the blood that was given. Thank you for this awesome message that I could preach this morning. I don't say that boastfully. I say that in glory of you. You're an awesome God. You allow these words to be spoken. You declared your word of innocence over us. And we feast on the body and the blood of Jesus. Father, thank you that it doesn't matter what's, what 2015 has declared. Or what our bodies tell us or what situations tell us we have come and we have to do with a God that has declared vengeance upon what oppresses his people thank you Lord that we can come to a place where we can see your absolute love for all of mankind Thank you, Lord, that your vengeance sets terrorists free. For that human also belongs to you. That it sets people that has got pornography houses, people that molest their children, people that fear for money, people that has got all the bad and sickness and disease. Your vengeance sets them free. This is the year of the vengeance of our god the year of jubilee and we return to our family you the trinity amen amen let us just enjoy our communion together and as we do the communion we also end this service thank you so much for all your love i see you guys in the next year god bless